Herald of Steel beckons. War on the horizon. Chaos reigns supreme. But who will save us? Beckons of the Herald of Steel is a 5th edition homebrew campaign. It is a high fantasy and old school flavored campaign run by me, the young Rognard, and my friends. Let's meet those friends now. I am Anthony Santiago, and I'm playing Norhill Hammerstone, Dwarven Fighter. I'm Jared, and I'll be playing Jarzak, the Orc Warlock. I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Klika, the Goblin Sorcerer. I'm Veronica. I'll be playing Anton, the Human Cleric. While many prophecies are written, our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Welcome back to the podcast. It is I, Grognard the Young, the Young Grognard, kicking you to you live with another episode of the Beckons of the Herald of Steel campaign with the adventure, the past, and the quest. Wait, no. The adventure is the Herald. I knew that because I wrote it. And the quest is the past. I knew that because Ryan wrote that one. Um, so anyway, according to Ryan's quest, the uh, party had entered Gallad Bay looking for a spooky lich to help them with their problem with that big mecha metal monster man. Uh, unfortunately, that place is under some pretty uh, classified locational coordinates, and the party instead need to do a job to a friend, Mr. Lord Amthar. He suggests go deal with that issue with the Frost Giants. The party are just like, you say, go annihilate an entire innocent group of people? We say, how how annihilated do you want them? So with that, Anton began his wanton destruction of the innocent Verbeeg people. Um, I remember at one point screaming, die, giant bitch. I can't remember. I can't I can't verify this. I remember it in my dreams. Um, but yeah, the party broke into Queen Tragloka's lair here, the frost giant lair. They've already laid the smack down to quite the menagerie of giants, including ogres, Verbeegs, and even frost giants themselves. In the last episodes, uh, Jarzak turned into a snowman. Then he then he was unsnowmanified. Uh, the party set one of the Verbeeg free, and uh, yeah, Anton had a pretty deep moral dilemma, uh, asking if he's the good guy or not. <laughs> he is. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> and then the party heard the sound of a certain horn outside of the main entrance to this place, uh, sending shivers of terror down their spine as they thought, "Uh oh." Potential reinforcements. So, with that, what would you guys like to do? I believe, as of right now, you're currently within the uh, the mead hall, the dining hall there, um, having left the barracks. Or, no, actually, just kidding. You're in the fucking barracks. What do I know? Um, but you heard the horn in the distance coming from the stairwell. This is after a short rest's worth of time from when you had set that very big guy free. I believe we did some healing and got some things back. Yep. Yes, indeed. So. You can hear the horns outside of the main gate. Not too far from here. What would you guys like to do? Uh, so when we, were, uh, when we were coming up to enter initially, 
there were a bunch of murder holes that Norhill could see in the hillside, right? True. But they did not point towards the stairwell that you originally came in from. Like those would be blocked by the angle of the look of the uh, the view, rather. Okay. Uh, so Norhill will say, "I'm going to go see what that is. I won't go far. Back me up." Well, it was nice knowing you, Norhill. So with that, Norhill marches to his death. Walking. Uh, were you staying in the barracks? Uh, yeah. Because the barracks well, is only. <clears throat> Okay, so as you uh, go peeking around the corner towards the doors that have the pile of ogres and verbeaks in front of it, um, walking past their bodies, you can tell just by the sounds of the stomping boots down the large staircase outside that these must be ice giants. These, I mean, frost giants. They must be, like, just at least two of them, but judging by, like, how loud the footsteps are and how slow they are between steps... It must be frost giants, and there must be at least two of them. They seem to be having something of a conversation, but it's very hard to understand what they're saying. You just hear like the like the reverberating bass boom from how deep and bellowing their voices are. But they seem to be walking towards this way. Okay, uh, Norhill is going to retreat uh, back to the barracks so that he can tell his friends. Two frost giants coming up the outer stairs. I don't think they noticed me. Well, did we want to try and parlay like we talked about last time, or are we just sort of going at this the way we've been doing it? Should probably check the back stairs so we don't get flanked. And uh, that would be up to you. You're the one who speaks their tongue. Well, obviously they'll love to parlay, but looking at his weapon and the others and then the bodies littered around him, it's like, I don't, I don't think we'd have a great starting point to a good conversation. I mean, if they don't want to end Plus, up like their friends. That's just that intimidate. That's not as much a persuasion at that point. That would give us a position of strength. Force them into a surrender. I was going to say, moments are dwindling as they seem to be getting closer and closer. So what would you guys like to do? I want to check out the back stairs. I'm all right. So you go past where Norhill was and head back over to that way. Um, Unfortunately for you, it does seem like they've gotten like to the doorway and one of them in the front is just standing there looking in as it seems like he notices something's amiss as the door was never closed and it looks like this place is in a level of disarray with the uh, winter wolves dead in the front and all that jazz. Um, It does seem like there is a second one, but he seems to be behind him, but he's peering his head into the doorway. So um, would you like to roll me a stealth check to see how well you're able to peep your head around the corner? Wait, are we talking about the same star- stairwell? I don't know. Uh, I think Jarzak I'm talking was about saying... the inside one by the dining hall, not across the hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Very I do well. not. I well, do not want to run past the main entrance. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well. Um. Okay. Uh, well. Yeah. I mean, the back stairs seem to be completely and utterly vacant. Nothing seems to be coming that way at all. Okay. Uh, can I continue down the stairs? Is the whole party going to be just jamming that way? Did Jarzak say anything when he left? I sure did. Yeah, the, said he was checking the back stairs to make sure we the, no way. we're just hanging loose i'm still looking at anton to see if we're trying to parlay or i don't but. know if we could parlay in this situation that's what anton but are, are we going to open with conversation or just get right to stabbing that's what i'm kind of trying to figure out anton i i think we should try a third and maybe go jarzak's route Feel like the frost giant bellows into the chamber and says, Show yourself. See, they want to talk. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. As you hear weapons being drawn, you hear the clank of a metal cage crashing down to the ground outside. Oh, that's, a, that's a curious thing. Um, I don't want to what you got. Just a spear comes flying by your head. Like, (gasps) well, with that, I mean, do you want to fight or should we retreat? You guys are acting like this is a, a fucking extra side of breadsticks. These are frost giants. These things could level you guys. Like, I don't know. Do you feel like fighting these guys? We had a pretty good short rest. <laughs> like, you feel like it? Like, oh, I'll kill maybe, one of them. Maybe. I'm, I'm only thinking we should move because I feel like if we're here, we're going to constantly be encountering enemies and we're going to be stuck in this one location for God knows how long. So I'm like, maybe we should just keep moving. Jarzak's going to keep keep on right, this adventure. After Jarzak. Let's I move. suggest everybody hurry. Clica shrugs okay. and gets moving, I guess. Okay, so as the party goes scrambling in, the uh, Frost Giants very clearly come marching into the place, and you can hear the hoots and the hollers, and the one who blew the horn initially appears to be blowing the horn yet again. And as he does so, it seems like he's calling some sort of alarm. And in the giant tongue, he yells out, Help, help! We have wounded and dead. Just dead. Did, did you guys talk to them? Are we are we walking out? We're walking out. <laughs> I like how oh, the entire group's we, over we, here was... just they, they <laughs> don't just know all like Okay. We decided to retreat. Yeah, I mean this is in the, to the mountain. I don't think this is a retreat. I just Yeah, that's what sure I'm confused about too. up on us. <laughs> I, I I was covering our backs. I mean, I guess if we're going to go anywhere, we might as well go straight to the center. Yeah. We could try fighting them. I don't know how easy it'll be, though. Sorry, Dan. Zed, did you want to go deeper into this place, or are we going to turn around? Yeah, no, No, Jezak will keep going. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so as the party continue running through the mead hall and come careening through here to where 
the uh, group of giants were originally that you uh, fought before setting up the firewall over here in the mead hall. Um, you guys can tell the chamber that you're in right now appears to have been something of like a uh, a large meeting hall. This place is massive. Again, it's about the same size as the mead hall that you had just gone through or like the dining hall um, with a massive spread table covered in giant cards, dice, coins, bottles of alcohol, a few casks and kegs of ale in the corner here. Um, you guys can hear the sounds also, um, through a little hallway to your left, that there seems to be something of like a small farm, I guess you could call it, like just a bunch of livestock that seem to be pretty well agitated. Cows, pigs, sheep, and whatnot, seemingly making a whole bunch of racket, um, terrified as they are. Um, but yeah, it seems like you pretty well cleared this place out, um, having killed all the, uh, bad guys from before. So at this point, you can hear that the frost giants appear to have been going in the same direction as you, and they seem to have entered the dining hall and are, again, calling out for any help that they can get. Now, the question you guys have is if anybody's actually hearing this other than just you guys. Judging by how little stirring there is in the moments that you've taken to run down here, it doesn't seem like anybody in the immediate vicinity is even alive. That checks out. It'd be weird if there was just one dude who's still like over here waiting for everyone to get back to cards. Like, guys! I heard the cook say dinner time. <laughs> I, got such, I got such a good hand! <laughs> you know, I want to read the short story about that guy whose luck was so down and then he bit he bit everything on this one hand and they're like, you hear that? Here, I'll go check on it. And then the entire table dies and he's like, I just wanted to win. Just wanted to win a fair hand. Take all the coins anyway. on the table and leave. He's earned it. Yeah. Um. But you know what I would say: go right, and Jarzak's gonna head to the right. Okay. He's gonna loop back around on him. Shut the. <laughs> no, there's a door, so he's probably going to try that door. Okay, so as the party cross past the uh, table, there's another door um, to the north, or I guess now that you guys are over there, to your right yet again. Yeah, that's what um, I thought. Yeah, we'll just keep, keep taking rights. I mean, you could if you want to. Yeah, but before you is a doorway that, judging by how much frost and snow is underneath the door, and how much like dirt and refuse and how windy it is behind the door, uh, this definitely leads outside. And is the other way because there is the way to the right is that mm -hmm. open because they came around that way didn't they they did but the door is closed oh they shut the door behind them what gentlemen um i'm gonna try to open this door you know, I hate to to bring things to old school, but there was a percentage system for old school where doors would automatically close under their own weight, and there was a percentage chance that doors would do that. Why anybody ever needed that is beyond me, but then you think about it as a DM, you're like, well, you know, I guess if it's a coin flip, I might as well have some reasoning behind it. But yeah, so you're going to do what at that door? I'm going to open the door that looks like it goes outside. Okay. Click cool. is going to so open the door that to the right okay not like so, fully just enough for like 
humanoid Deacon. size. No, just enough like to make it look like humanoid sized creatures went through it. And then she's gonna okay. go back over to where Jarzak and everyone else is. Okay, I will say that once you started peeking over that way, you can tell that one of the frost giants did back around again. And as you peek through the doorway, just like a humanoid amount, you can see at the top of the stairs, like nearly 100, 200 feet away, way all the way at the far end. It's the uh, same munitions room when you first entered. There's a guy, the frost giant, creeping down the stairs. And in his hand is a metal cage. Looks almost like a giant like dog cage, like a dog crate. And inside is a uh i don't want to say this a very like harnessed scaled looking silver dragon but it seems to be just a wormling and it seems to be very small and packed into that cage very tightly the frost giant however has the great axe in hand and seems to be marching down this way to come figure out what's going on judging by the sound of the stomps behind you guys it sounds like the other one got the memo and is trying to shore the distance in the other direction does Klika remember? You said silver. Does Klika remember what the um, alignment is for dragons? Would she know that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's pretty well known that the chromatic dragons are evil and metallic are good. Okay. To some extent. You said it looks tarnished silver and not mm. muddy white. Specifically, yeah, okay, yeah, very specifically. <laughs> He's just like, I tricked you. I painted, yeah, I painted this one silver, you dumb bitch. Like, white dragon pops out and just bites me. Ah, <laughs> you know, we've seen a white dragon in person, so we would at least know that that's not a white one, true. But because baby dragons always have a different color to them than when they get older, it is sometimes very difficult to tell. Uh, do the doors open when I try them over here? To the outside, yeah, they do, uh, right? Guys, they do, and before you just you leave, the uh, wind seems to be tearing at this drawn bridge over here. The planks on the bridge are so wide, they are literally like whole logs from trees, just the entire like a tree, just sort of placed on massive ropes. Um, uh, again, large enough for a giant to cross it. It looks very sturdy, but the problem is what would normally be a comfortable distance between boards for a giant's foot is more like a giant hole in it for a medium-sized character's foot. So you guys are going to be hopscotching along these boards rather than a giant, which could comfortably like have one foot cross two of them at a time. It is very uncomfortable and very difficult to walk across it. It's kind of like when you're walking on train tracks, you know what I'm talking about? And it's like the wooden blocks between them. How far is it to the bottom of the ravine from here probably yeah. about 150 hell yeah awesome. how deep set how deep sets snow at the bottom pretty deep probably enough judging to... by it being summer not deep enough I, i'll say that much en- enough to leave a, a looney tunes comical imprint in the ground if one of us land <laughs> only if you have a wooden sign in your pocket all right uh Please. Click is gonna look back to the groove. Uh, it seems like they might have a silver dragon wormling locked up in a cage, which isn't great. Let's go. We should probably help it out. That sounds super dangerous, Klika. <laughs> I already owe a red dragon. I don't need to owe a silver. Well, I mean, like silver dragons aren't really that bad, and also. 
giants and dragons don't particularly get along, so I can't imagine they're treating it well. Yeah, but we can just leave. We're probably going to have to face them one way or another. We can just fly out the door. I I got you. Yeah, we'll huddle up and we'll just fly on out of here. But Clico feels pretty bad about that dragon. Well, Clica, Norhill, I'm not sure about you, Jarjak. Do you think we could actually take two giants off? The outside oh, is right here. Freedom. We don't have to fight them. Are you suggesting casting fireball on the bridge? Not is on that the what bridge. freedom means? Stupid. <laughs> Why would that be stupid be for fun. a party that can't fly? <laughs> I can cast it on three people, by the way. So it'd oh. be Norhill, Anton, and Jarzak. It would literally, one of us can clear, carry Klika. She's a small creature. That poor Verbeek that's been following you guys around is like, Oh, <laughs> oh no, you live here now. Well, whatever we're doing, we must do it quickly. Do we want to attack right away, or would you like to try to wait and learn more? I mean, I suppose I'd like to find out why they're keeping it in a cage, but if we want to leave, Klika won't make us stay. You know what? I got a great plan. I cast fly on them three and not myself. Now you guys can zoom over and go save a dragon. Has Anton ever flown before? I'll wait here. I don't think Jarzak has casted on Anton yet. (laughs) Cast it on Norhill and Norhill gets real uncomfortable with it. (laughs) Yeah, right. Anton just flies straight to the ceiling on accident. Graceful flyer in the world. Anton just opens the door and heads straight towards the sun. (laughs) Oh no. He's just been waiting for this chance the whole campaign. (laughs) Is this actually a (laughs) So you guys have 60 feet of fly speed now. So yeah, it definitely it's a bridge, yeah. It's just it's just a very, very sturdy, like thickly corded ropes, like big mamma jamma corded ropes. How long would it take Norhill to chop through one of them with the hand axe? It would probably take quite a bit. You can always burn it when we cross. You guys can also now just fly back to the entrance and loop around on them. Yeah, we can always just haul a tarsac with us. Well, in the time that you guys have spent talking, planning, and then casting a spell, the Frost Giants have marched up... um, uh, enough. Well, I would say, yeah, just a dash for the one on the uh, the one from the mead hall or the uh, dining hall, rather. And then the uh, other one takes its time walking down the stairs, and you can hear the bang of the cage as it seems to throw it to the nearest alcove when it comes walking this way. So it has both of its hands free. So my question is, is you guys ready to roll for initiative? Or yeah, Jarzak, after he cast the spell, could he hop out the doors so I'm on the outside? 
Sure. I'm going to just chill there. Oogie doogie. Then I'll shut the door. What is it? And he'll shut the door. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just chilling on the outside. Holding on. Okay. I don't, I don't want to be near them. <laughs> All right. So for dragon. initiative, I got I got a five with the Giants. Clicky got a 24. 18. Uh, for Jarzak. He's at 18. Yep. Roger. Anybody 16. get above an 18? Oh, 16. No, but 16 for Norhill. Seven for Anton. How much? Seven. Okay. Very well. Alrighty. So, Clico, you have the top of the round. Okay. Uh, yes, going to. So, again, you can hear the uh, two giants stamping from two different directions in your direction, coming rushing and bustling towards you with their great axes at the ready. Yeah. Uh, cool. Go over here. Open the door so you can see what's going on in the room. And then when she sees that the giant has tossed the dragon's cage off to the side, uh, she's gonna shout out in draconic. Um, are you okay? Why are you in a cage? It is just thrashing about inside the cage. Okay, well, clickable. I guess now that the fucking she's out in the open, might as well get into base contact. Mm-hmm. You know, what else would you do? Uh, let's see, can I? 30? Uh, nope. No, it's like 70, 75 to get there, so. Yeah. Right here. Uh, I will bonus action Shadow Blade, though. Okay. On on this turn. So Klika rushes off to the murder hole room there. That little alcove on the side. Judging by all the holes there and all the closed stone door looking windows on it. It looks like at one point somebody could pull aside these big windows to be able to throw whole boulders out of. The windows themselves seem to be about like six feet wide at the widest. Um, but yeah, the chamber you're in is about, I think, 30 or so by 40 or so. Yep. Um, and beyond that to the north is the stairwell leading up to the entrance you guys came in from. Okay. So if that's the end of your turn, we can go to Jarzak. Jarzak's going to hide out here outside. Okay. Works for me. So now it goes to Norhill. Norhill is going to stay standing beside Anton and prepare his action to hit anyone that comes within base contact of us. Mm-hmm. And now it goes to Anton. Anton's going to get a fireball ready for the other giant, knowing Klika already went after the one down the hall just to the left. He's prepared for the one that's going to come around the corner from the other direction. Come on. Some faith in me. That's not going to happen. Um, so with that, um, okay, if that's it for your turn, uh, mm-hmm. one of the giants comes rushing around the corner. The other one rushes up a little bit to get into base contact with Cleeks. 
Um, the one who comes around the corner from the uh, from the uh, dining hall, uh, you get your fireball on him if you'd like. I just make sure it reaches. Uh, Isn't it like two hundred and forty feet? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say fireball has a real good range. You're you're definitely clear on that. Um, his dexterity saving throw, however, uh, not as good. Uh, he got a seven. All right, and he's getting. That's a lot of ones. He's getting 26. Points yeah. damage. That's okay. a lot of ones. So after getting whomped by that, he shrugs it off and shakes a bit as the fire seems to have exploded a couple of the casks next to where he was standing. But pulling a boulder that he had in his little uh, shoulder, little uh, satch there, he whips the boulder across the room at you and at Norhill. Uh, uh, so the one what's against Anton is going to be a disadvantage. Okay. Um, what's Anton's armor class? Oh my goodness gracious. I imagine a hit, but his armor class is 16. Well, the funny part is I got a 20, but then at disadvantage I got an 18. Um, but with the bonuses, I well cleared it. Um, so he whips the boulder in at you and it's Glides through the air and with a raucous explosion crashes into you for 22 points of damage. Awesome. Charsek just hears that on the other side of the door. Thanks. Yeah, they're doing good. They got just, this. Just a squeal of agony. Nice. The, uh, My teammates must have really shown the giants on that one. <laughs> He's just so tapping good. the wall with Domero's luck. Just <laughs> yeah time to get lucky <laughs> uh, no um what's Kleeka's armor class uh 21 so as the uh frost dragon comes charging towards you it takes a couple of huge cleaving swings with its great axe both of them way too high over your head as you roll to the left and to the right to get away from the swings of the axe um, and that brings us to the top of the round again with Klika. You said he closed the distance, right? Uh, I guess he doesn't have, he has reach, right? Mm. Okay, cool. Klika finishes that last 10 feet. Uh, points over at the wormling in the cage. Uh, looks at the giant. Why is it in a cage? What happened? The, the frost giant looks absolutely confused, and in its confusion, it just gets more mad and right. starts reaching to pick you up. Okay, that checks out. All right. Well, that's probably so what are you going to do? I'm going to attack with Shadow Blade. Does okay. a 13 hit? A 13 does not hit. All right. Use two sorcery points. Does a 13 hit? It doesn't the <laughs> second time. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, that's Klika's turn. Okay. So now it goes to Jarzak. Is he still singing Get Lucky? No. Um. What if the... Jarzak's going to try to use... See what his ring does when he touches snow. The one that turns water to ice. Does it do okay. anything to the snow? 
I mean, I'll say that it hardens up a bit and it definitely creates sort of a glaze over the top of it. But in the time it takes to hold your hand there for like the entire round, it only does a five foot by five foot square. Okay, yeah, he was just seeing if it would work. Um, Jarzak's gonna start trying to make the first log on the bridge real icy. Okay. I'm gonna say that's gonna take a bit of work. Oh, yeah, no, that, this is this is the rest of his combat, so. <laughs> Very well. So you're gonna start working on the bridge. Okay. In that case, I'll say it'll be a D4 plus one rounds that it takes you in total to do it, and we can say you started on the first turn. The one time you don't want to roll high. Uh, so that's going to be five turns. Oh, fuck. Okay. Nice. All right. So in that first round, we'll count it too. Um, okay. okay. So this is round two. All right. So now we'll go to Norhill. Norhill is going to stay standing next to Anton to try to protect him as well as he can. Uh, so Norhill will hunker down behind his shield and dodge. Okay. And then now it goes to Anton. Question, because I realize I'm trying to get better at this. I have warding flare, but because it's a reaction, am I already too late to use it? You mean for the damage you took last round? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, to make sure. I'm, I'm not within range anyway, so I just wanted to make sure. Um, do, 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 do. I forget something I hit it with. Is there how many feet away is he? I can't bring up my ruler. About uh, 75-ish feet. How much? Uh, from across the room. Yeah, he's about 70 feet away. Would it be possible I can move up 10 feet and try to hit him with a sacred flame? Yeah. You, you have fly too, so you can just... Oh, you're right. Fly up, fly in. And you can break up your movement however you want. Yeah, what's your movement speed now that you've got flying? 60. 60? Yep. Oh, I don't want to get too close. <laughs> I'll keep my distance, but I'm going to try to whack him with a secret flame. That He has to have a dex of a, a DC save. I'm 16. 16. Yeah, 16. You're four. All right, he's got 17 points of damage. Damn. Okay. So the same one that you hit before. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So here it looks pretty decently wounded from your two hits on him. Um, it definitely does not look happy with you. Um, if, you wanna, is your turn? if you want to stay away, you can move. You can use the rest of your movement to back up. Or just fly oh. straight up. Yeah. How, how I think they can thing? probably... Well, they can still yeah, throw a rock say. either way, but yeah. Right. At least you won't be near... Norhill. But you want to be near Norhill. Oh, true. So you can always fly right back. Count as all the same movement. Sure. Oh, I mean, you don't have to. My stuff. That's it. So with that, the Frost Giant, looking absolutely upset by your actions, rushes over to the rest of the casks that didn't blow up and get burned. And picks up a couple of them and starts lobbing them at you and Norhill. So he's going to throw two of them over. Oh, actually, he's only throwing one. 
Um, okay, so I got a 21 on the throw. And this is for Anton again. Uh, that's going to have disadvantage. Okay. At disadvantage, I got a 19. Still going to hate it. Why do you get an accent when you when it comes to announcing <laughs> numbers? I don't shoot. I got to eat it. Again. All right. Uh, that is a lot of damage. Oh, no. Oh no, that is no way. Is that really, is my math wrong? Okay, sorry, we've got 10, 18, 22, 28, 34 points of damage. These are some hearty casks. Yeah, he slugged Anton square in the chest with it. Anton's just going to give Anton's, um, I I can't, no, I woke up too far away, but Anton's just going to give Norhal a look. He's like, we got to go. Gets ready to head out the door. He walks out, sees Jarzak building a snowman wife. Yeah, does like, Jarzak hear that we go gotta home. go? From, does Jarzak <laughs> hear that we gotta go from the other side of the door? Yeah, I'll say. Well, I don't know. With the buffeting winds, I'll let you okay. roll a uh, perception check. But because where you're standing and how much the wind whistles through there, yeah. Uh, 18. I'll give it to you. Just Jarzak yells back, no, it's not ready yet. <laughs> uh, Norhill will say, you go, I'll cover your escape. Norhill, not having budged once this entire time. The uh, other frost giant, now very mad at Klika, uh, picks Klika up, or at least tries to. Can you roll a dexterity saving throw for me? I heard you're very bad at these. 22. I heard. Yeah, there you go. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, so as he reaches for you and tries to grab you, you get outside of his grasp. Angry, he tries to swing with his great axe at you one time. And that is a 26 on the die. That'll hit. 26 on the die. Goodness gracious. Damn, Dan. <laughs> Bro, He's rolling, rolling D100, a D30 though. over here. <laughs> hey, man. I roll the D30s, bro. I've just been playing a lot of DCC. Get on my level. Um, so with that, 26 on the die. Um, Jesus. You know, the first few times you guys have had to fight these frost giants, it hasn't been this bad. This is pretty bad. So Klika gets hit with 28 points of damage as he thunks into her with the flat of the blade. E. What? I said, okay. Oh, I thought you said E. I'm like, F. <laughs> We're just... Anybody want to keep this chain going? All right. So anyway, um, now uh, we go to Klika at the top of the round. Okay, Klika will go ahead and... What's the lighting like in this room? Decent. Didn't we rest? What time of day like... is it? It's... I mean, you got here in the morning. Dang you it. were here for a couple hours. So it's about afternoon. But this whole place is under... It's within a rocky wall. So, I mean, the sun's not peering through the window. It's shadowy enough. Okay. So that's a 28 to hit. That's good. Is it 28 on the die, though? 
<laughs> no, unfortunately that's not. That's a determining factor in this combat. So that's 23 damage with Booming Blade. Okay. And I will spend another two sorcery points to attack again. Go for it. Ooh, go for that's it. That's a go 20. That's good. Okay. And then Klika's going to move over to the dragon's cage. Okay. Um, since you're leaving the uh, range, you're going to take an attack of opportunity. Uh, did I use my bonus action? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I got a 16 on the roll. So he swings at you as you roll out of there and misses terribly as he does. Click is once again just floating through space, spinning. The silver dragon, from what <laughs> you can see from your spirals around its cage, <laughs> looks terrified and like almost hostile in, in its fear. Um, you can tell that there is quite a level of intelligence to it, um, but it looks very fearful. This thing doesn't look to be very old at all. Um, okay. But definitely understands draconic so now it goes to jarzak jarzak's gonna keep working on the bridge roger all right so two more rounds of that um so now we can go to norhill <laughs> jarzak finishes the bridge and it runs out plummets to his death that's what i'm waiting for what's norhill doing uh he's gonna keep dodging okay and now it goes to Anton. Gonna get that door open. Okay. And then he's so gonna yell for the other two to get the hell out of here. Norhill can get in base <laughs> contact, by the way. You have enough move with Fly. Just letting you know in case you didn't. Uh, well, you know, Norhill's concerned about protecting Anton. Anton says we should leave. <laughs> Anton runs out the door. Like, I can't move. I have to protect Anton. Anton's already halfway across the bridge. Screaming. It's a deal as best he can for Clique Toodle. We need to go. Get out of here. I'm gonna, you're so where's Anton gonna Is Anton just gonna run outside and like try to stay out on like the edge of the snowy cliff here? Yeah, like the counter he is. He'll hover over the bridge and just like observe what the hell Jarzak is doing and try to get an idea of like what is his plan. Shut, shut the door. You'll <laughs> <laughs> ruin the surprise. Just, <laughs> all of it. So the uh so um Anton helping out will reduce the time it takes by one. Um, oh I have ice spells, I can do that. S fireball, but with ice, breaks the bridge in half down the middle. (laughs) No, I could. Jarzak looks so disappointed. But like as freezing hands, would that be doable? I feel like it would still shred the bridge. I feel like it would still be shards. Uh, Jarzak mostly needs help tossing snow onto it so he can freeze it on the locks. Okay, that's not a huge problem considering the fact that most of us can fly right now. If it shattered I mean, the bridge. I'll say this much, since technically the spell functions for conjuring water, and it's just the way you do it, you're able to conjure it as ice. 
Um, just because shooting splash spells at people, it's not really going to do much. Technically, all of the spells that you cast as fire could be cast as water spells. So if you'd like to, you could cast the burning hands as just like a just splash of water hands. Sure. I'll do that. So that and would... Just start getting moving toward the other side of the bridge. Okay. Yeah, so if you gush the bridge, you can get at least like a solid 30 foot on there. And Jarzak, if he uses his finger and walks across here, he'll be able to finish that in two rounds. Describe it as gushing the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want anything to get gushed ever. I guess you don't like gush. I like Um, gushers as a noun. I don't like gush as a verb. Very good. The um, Frost Giants now on their turn. Uh, The Frost Giant in the room with Klika uh, is going to move forward a little bit just so it can swing in on you and takes (laughs) the booming (laughs) 200 damage. Activated my trap car. 11 damage. He explodes like a vat of beef stroganoff. <laughs> yeah. And so with the... <laughs> but in what a an oddly of... specific food to pick. <laughs> it's a reference. Um, the last frost giant uh, seems to bellow with laughter as he sees Anton rush out the gate there. And with that, he picks up one more of the barrels and sizes up his throw like a quarterback, aiming at <laughs> Norhill. And with that, he chuckles a couple times as he whips it across the room at full speed. Uh, at disadvantage, mind you. Yep. I got a crit and a 20. Well, man, Norhill's armor class is 20, so... For fuck's sake. <laughs> hey, at least it's not a crit. I feel uh, like Norhill just, like, It wouldn't have been a crit anyway. True, true. I forgot about your fancy armor that negates flying barrels holy shit i am rolling so close to maximum every single time and i feel so bad about it we're not gonna have the strength to fight this boss dan we're gonna have to leave i got 38 points of damage on you oh minus three yes because your armor it was a magical (laughs) barrel yeah norhill's not bloody but he'll be close soon could you imagine getting th- a full keg thrown at you just by a giant, like, a fucking football and just taking it in the chest? <laughs> I feel like that would kill a lot of people. Just square up. Just kill them. Just getting hit by a <laughs> Mack truck the size of a keg. Yeah. So that, it continues to just gurgle out laughter and picks up another barrel getting ready. Tossing it oh, in, in the air, spinning it, catching down it again. The barrels. I mean, you did burn out a good chunk of them. He had to move in closer to chuck them. Um, but now we go to the top of the round, the fifth round. Um, can we start with Klika? Did my frost giant didn't do anything but move? So if you want to do something, you know, I'll tell you what, I forgot to do it. We'll count it as it didn't happen. It was so confused by Booming Blade. <laughs> it took a step and suddenly had the thought of turning into Beef Stroganoff. Doesn't even <laughs> know what Beef Stroganoff is. He's so scared. What is an egg noodle? Um, uh, how heavy does this crate look? 
Oh, like, very heavy. The two giants right. together had a yeah. All right, Clico's fucking not going anywhere then. Uh, all right, Clico, move forward. I like Clico had that thought. Well, I guess Clico's not going fucking anywhere then. <laughs> the twenty-seven to hit for twenty-two damage, and then this time I will use my bonus action to activate Nimble Escape and just disengage and move right here. <laughs> Where's right here? Oh, okay, so farther down the hall? Yeah, we'll just move around the corner. Okay. I like how this is how you're fighting it. It just keeps... Oh, yeah. Blinking, this is going to be yeah. it. Yeah. Clicky wants little to little get this poor, this poor creature out of here. Very well. So now it goes to Jarzak, who, um, seeing uh, Anton spray the uh, wet, sloshy hands there on the bridge for about 30 feet... Uh, you can spend the next round or so icing the bridge with your ring, which I imagine is what your plan is. Um, so in that case, now we can jump to Norhill. Uh, Norhill is going to fly out to go sort of hover next to Anton. So you go careening out about halfway across the bridge. The wind is incredibly strong out here, but luckily because you can fly and cut through the air like butter like that, it just makes it that much easier to be able to handle it. Um, and then Norhill's going to use his action to dodge and spend a hit die. Okay. Norhill only got good. six points of healing. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, maybe I'll throw a, a low-flying small barrel. Maybe he'll just whip like a Coke can really hard. Even that would still be a nightmare. Um, so anyway, okay. um, was that it for your turn? Uh, yep, that's a movement and a standard action. Roger. So now we can go to Anton. No, can I still see from where I am? Can I still see the giant that was chucking the the um barrels at us? Yeah, Norhill didn't shut the door. Like he was raised in a barn. Right. And such just gonna yell out, Kliga gonna move on. Because he's gonna prepare a scorching ray and try to hit the barrels and just anything flammable in the room. Okay. You said you were using Scorching Ray for that? Yeah. Okay, you can definitely cast it on the rest of those barrels next to him. Yeah. And, okay. And it's an attack roll, technically, yeah? Right. Yeah, it's, it's technically, yeah, it's three of them. Do you need me to um, roll damage for each? I mean, there, it'll just be a, a 10 on the, uh, on the hit roll. So I'll go ahead and roll just to check for anything below 10. I was going to say, does the ground still have AC 10? Mm-hmm. 14. Can't hit the broadside of a barrel. 13. <laughs> Didn't go 25. Close. So everything was above 10. Cool. So go ahead and roll that damage. 
Actually, we'll just say that it's all blown up. I think there's enough damage amongst those, and there's only so many barrels left, that we'll say that you managed to incinerate and burst through the leftover ones. The giant sort of shudders under the terror of that explosion as laser beams come shooting through the room and blow it up, and he angrily pulls his great axe out again and gets ready to start marching across the hall to come towards you. Um, uh, but now, on the giant's turn... Um, Klika, the giant next to you, you notice the dragon from in its cage, having seen you approach, come over, size up the cage, and then march around it trying to fight the giant. The silver dragon peers its little head out of the bars and blows a strange green mist from its nostrils in the giant's direction, hoping maybe somehow that the giant's close enough to inhale this. Oh my goodness, I got a four. Plus five, that's a nine. With that, the giant, after like kneeling, trying to swat at Klico, rolling by and dealing with the beef stroganoff conundrum, like lurches and is frozen in place, completely and utterly paralyzed as it like looks you dead in the eyes with its giant head, just those big eyes looming towards you. <laughs> it just freezes in place. And the dragon just keeps snapping its little jaws in your direction, like begging for help. Um, the other giant, now charges full speed with a double move uh, out the door right next to where Jarzak is standing and makes it to the first step of the bridge. And I'm going to roll for a perception check to see if it can see the glaze of ice on it. I was uh, hoping it just got... would miss Jarzak. You guys are like flying over the bridge, right? That's going to be yeah. spicy. Okay. It rushes out the door with a double move. Uh, on the perception check, though, I got a nine. So I'm going to say he can't see it. Judging by the wood and the way it looks and the light and the wind and everything, he doesn't notice. So stepping on the first one, I, I'm i not sure that that would be enough for him to actually have like a full slip on it. But I think because he full speed sprinted out here, <laughs> I am going to roll to see with a dexterity saving throw if he slips and slides. Thanks. I got Thanks a for humoring me. Solid, solid one minus one with a zero. So yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Kusag. That, that beautiful bad zero. So he totally, he Macaulay Culkin just fucking house prank slips onto his butt and slides down the bridge. Now I'm going to give a chance because again, he moved full speed, then critically fumbled. I'm going to say there's a chance. Okay. We're going to treat his body like a missile. If we beat a certain armor class on the rope and damage, he rips through the rope as he goes flying off the bridge to his death down below. But by doing that, there's a chance the bridge collapses underneath him because he just rips through it like a... Yeah, I, I don't have any pleasant out. metaphors for what that looks like. Oh, man. Um, oh, yeah. So I got an 18 before modifiers. He definitely shreds the rope. There's no question there. But I want to know if it does enough damage... That he's able to rip through the uh, rip through the planks and the main ropes. I'm gonna say if on these 40 10, I score above a 32, just because that's about what I've been hitting you guys with with the barrels. Um, we're gonna say he rips the rest of the bridge. I got 20, 28, 32 before adding anything to it. I actually got 32 on the dot, two tens and eight and a four. That's eerie. <laughs> That's yeah. That's fucking it was weird. destiny. Called shot. So Garzak's plan succeeds. 
So as he slips and falls, there's a look of panic on his face as he starfishes trying to grab onto anything. But he's moving so fast that his leg catches on one of the ropes and he spins and his whole body slams into the rope, sliding across the ice underneath Anton and Norhill. And as he crashes into the rope and like flips over it, he grabs onto the main rope and under his weight snaps through it and falls 150 feet down to his death with a huge immense thud. As you see dirt, debris, and, and snow left over just come like hoofing up under his weight. But the bridge itself hangs in the middle, sort of like frayed in the middle. I'm trying to think of a good way of explaining it. But basically, I mean, you know, kind of what you'd imagine it looks like. Half the bridge in the middle is unsupported. Don't worry, guys. I so, took uh, care of them. Wow. Good work, Jarzak. Jarzak just like claps his hands together like, well, guess my job's done. Where's uh, Klinka? Uh-oh. So anyway, now goes the Klinka at the top of the round. Great. <laughs> Klinka looks at this petrified uh, giant. Sort of just sneaks around. What's the latch look like on the cage? It's it's simple, but there's definitely a heavy duty lock on it. Uh. I don't know. Okay. Click <laughs> is just gonna look at the dragon. Um, normally I ask for consent, but we're in a bit of a rush, and she'll put her hand on the dragon and then use Dimension Door to teleport both of us, I guess, over here. Or you can teleport outside the window. You can fly and it can too. Can I see like clearly outside the window? I wasn't sure what the Yep. Yeah, I'll do that then. If, like okay. if I can, so you if I can see the bridge and just watch what well, I wouldn't have been able to see what happened. But if I can see the bridge and I can see Norhill and Anton, that's where I'll teleport us is just you definitely next to saw that. the giant you definitely saw the giant like flip over the ropes, <laughs> but you didn't see anything after that. You don't know where he went. <laughs> that's fine. So, okay, so you grab the dragon, dimension door, and poof to the bridge on the far side, I'd imagine, um, where it seems to still be in a pretty decent condition. Um, Okay. So with that, the dragon looks terrified, but um, starts flapping its open wings. Uh, The majestic uh, silver dragon wormling uh, sort of terrified, but recognizing how good you were at what you just did there and the strange magics that you just cast. And it puts its little uh, draconic feet up on the edge of the rope that's still intact here in a very puppy doggish way. And in draconic, it burbles out at you. Thank you so much for saving me. And uh, that is where we're going to end it. Hey everyone, I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the podcast. It really means a lot to me to have everybody listening in. And if you have anything you'd like to say, any comments or anything like that, shoot me a tweet over at ygrognard on Twitter. Or you can even send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. I look forward to everything you guys have to say, and it's always a pleasure to engage with anybody listening to the show. And as always, be sure to keep things... Dungeons. Dungeons.